Hi, this is Tom Selleck. I know what you're thinking, but Clive and Dardis are the real deal. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Clive and Dardis. I'm Michael Clive. That's Pat Dardis. Hey, everybody. Uh, if you want to, we have a website. I'll go to cliveanddardis.com. Uh, that's Clive and Dardis. That's D A R D I S. Not Dardis. It's Dardis. <laughs> uh, also, if you want to send us email, <clears throat> it's info at cliveanddardis.com. Uh, but but don't send us hate email, okay? It won't even get to us. So, in other words, we probably won't get any. We can't send hate mail, then you're not. <laughs> oh, man, what a week. Week of, of more crazy news. This world is just, uh, yeah, it's going to hell in a handbasket, but uh, it's going to hell in uh, hell on a shutter. That's another phrase. Yeah, yeah, especially... Uh- you know the 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 NATO uh, Russia whole thing. We'll we'll get into that a little bit oh, later. Oh man, it's crazy. And I know, <clears throat> you know, all this week, Fox News has this freak interest in the Murdoch case. Yeah, I I don't know what that maybe because he's a white lawyer or something. I I, I, I don't. I, I, I'm trying to figure it out myself. There. I mean, uh, there's a there's a ten thousand murders a year, a hundred thousand murders a year, yeah. but this this case gets some kind of special attention. Yeah, and I mean really special attention. There was several times this week because I'm I monitor. That's what I use. I, I monitor. I can't monitor CNN because they don't cover enough stories. Right. So I just leave Fox on. Sometimes the volume's on. Sometimes it's off. I'm doing other things, but. I'm monitoring it, and, you know, I monitor it for the stories, the content, the varying stories. You go to CNN, you get, like, one or two or three, and they just rotate all day long. Uh But there's a lot on on Fox News, so I don't parrot their opinions. I just listen to the content. I disagree with them quite frequently, and so am I. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's how you have to do it, but it's the content I look for. But it's, like, all week, they've been, like, like, uh, uh, starting at, like, 8 in the morning. They'll just start running the case, and it'll go on for oh, two and three hours. Oh, I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> and the next day, they do, oh, oh, let's check in. And here we go, another two hours, three hours. Yeah, it's almost become like court TV or something with the Fox. I mean, what? what's the, you know, it's court, remember, you know, that's that yeah, yeah, station, yeah. court TV. But it's TV. just that one case, though. I mean, it's like they haven't, they're, they're like treating it like it was the OJ case. Yeah. You remember that? Oh, my gosh. That was- oh, yeah. That that that, that made uh, a lot of people <laughs> very, very concerned about, uh, on, on, I guess, both sides of the racial thing. But OJ, you know, and I actually heard that OJ actually, I didn't read the story, but I, I looked at the, the headline. OJ actually commented on this case with the Murdoch. Did you? I mean, <laughs> I mean, surprise me. Yeah. Like, he, like, dude, j- just shut up and, and stay in your own lane. And you're lucky that you're out of jail for whatever reason. You know. That was great, though. That uh, man. I oh, that's when I was just first getting into radio. Was the OJ case? So ah, yeah. I was doing all kinds of impressions of Jajito. Okay, Mister uh, Mister Dertrowish. Uh, I will admonish you. Uh, he was so low-key. Yeah, yeah. And then he had Marsha Clark, Your Honor. <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, man, I had a good time with that. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what's going on with there. But, yeah, you know, and here's some stories going on here. Man, Canada, Canada. Canada is going dark, man. Oh, really, yeah. Really dark. They're, they're persecuting religious people and ministers like you wouldn't believe. Go look it up. So here's what happened uh, this week. So this... This minister, that's more, you know, a drag queen story time. Okay. Right. Oh, boy. Here we go with this crap again. Where, where, this stuff came out of the freaking toilet, and all of a sudden it's in all of our children's faces. 
This this happens so quickly. This is how they do it, though. Bam, bam, bam. Ah, ha, ha. We're surrounded. We got you. We're coming at you from all angles. Ah. And um, so here's a they're doing drag. So a, a minister shows up to protest it, right? Peacefully. He's not doing anything. And then all of a sudden, and they're, they're, they violently toss him out. Boom. He lands on his back and almost hits his head, whatever. Goes home. The police show up at his house the next day. <laughs> Say, you want to step out here and talk about it? He goes, why? He goes, because you're getting arrested. Guy goes, for what? For a mischiev- mischievous act and, uh, you know, like disturbing. the. And he's like, well, okay, I think I'm the one that got disturbed. Yeah. So he didn't do anything. And this is not the first time. So then they did. They arrested the guy. They arrested him because he was protesting and he was violently thrown out. They laid hands on him. Man. Now, what kind of a man, protest was this? It, re- it, it really wasn't. He just went in and was voicing his opinion. His opinion. Oh, I see. On, on see? some kind of, on, on, the, on the drag queen stuff. Yeah, he went into the drag yeah. queens and said, hey, guys, come on now. And, and they, they got violent and tossed him out. Wow. Yeah, this, uh, okay, here we go. Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah, um, this stuff isn't going to work on that same that same vein. We got actually there's two things going on here. Uh, we got California teachers. So there's one who was recently fired because in California, if you're a student, you can go to your teacher and tell them you want to be a different gender or maybe maybe they've got you on steroids already. Right. Yeah. And they're not supposed to tell your parents. So the teachers who think this is wrong and say, no, I need to tell the parents what you're doing. Oh, well, then you're going to get fired because we need to do this in secret. Mm. What the hell? Yeah, California is horrible. Who's the guardian? This this stuff is so backwards. I'm telling you. And you, if you, people are not fighting like they should because, you know, the whole DOJ thing a, a year ago, uh, labeling as terrorists. So, see, you notice, right, when that happened, everybody backed off, right? They said, oh, we better not do anything then. Yeah. And, you know, again, you know, like the Canada thing, persecuting religious people, the ministry. Where the hell are all the religious leaders in America? Where are they saying, this is wrong, we're not doing this? Where are they? Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 eerie that it's yes. so quiet like this. I mean, you, you, would, you would think you'd hear from the... The Catholic Church more, the, the the Baptists. I think they've all, yeah, not here. They haven't gone all woke, but many, a lot of parts of them have gone woke. And um, I guess they're just going to shut up so they don't get bothered with, you know? That's what it seems like, doesn't it? Because is, is that what, that's not what we're supposed to do, though. That's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, Canada's screwed. And, yeah, exactly. Like, where's Reverend Graham? What, what, is, what is going on here? You know, yeah, it's, very, it's puzzling. It's puzzling. It's very puzzling. So, you know, yeah. okay. Um, so, and on that, but this is crazy. Anyway, she got a lawyer and she's going to sue the, the California school, which, you know, that she'll win. But it's amazing. California, it's like they just keep doing these unlawful things and they get sued or whatever. And then they just do another one. Yeah. They don't care. Uh, oh gosh! If we could just chop it off and float it out in. I hear you, man. I mean, what? That's funny that you mentioned it because uh, remember we had a little interview with uh, Giovanni a couple weeks ago there. Yeah. You know, from uh, Watch Frogs, and um, he was, you know, kind of saying that unf- 
we have to stick together because California could be could be a, basically a Chinese outpost if we if we break the country up. I mean, yeah, there's going to yeah. be going to be good and bad things about everything about breaking. Let's say we broke up. Yeah, it's going to be good. There's going to be good and bad, and we'd have to keep a watchful mind and a watch. You know, we'd always have to watch the Chinese or the Russians or or the or Islam or Islam. And for some reason, Islam's always down on the. But you really got to watch them as well. So. I don't know. I mean, you know, yeah, California is, is a basket case right now. And, yeah, I don't know why anybody would actually actually want to move there at this time. But, hey, I mean, the weather's nice, but the, but that's about it. Yeah, I think the only reason you'd move there is if you had a guaranteed job, you know, that big money job. I, I, I don't even know. Yeah, I got a story. I got a story. I, got, I knew a guy. Um, really nice guy. He's a producer. He he's works for, uh, he, in fact, he still does for many years. Uh, he does some production for the, uh, the Glenn Beck show. Okay. So he, uh, he had, uh, he lived in Florida for many, many years, had a really nice house and he, he built a studio into it, you know? Uh, and so, uh, then he got this thing going with Walt Disney. Right. And it was going to be this new thing. And they were, he was going to be brought on board and produce, help produce, so he moves there, right? The Disney deal falls through. Oh, boy. Sells his house in Florida and moves all the way to... The deal falls through. Uh. So he's stuck there, and he ended up there for, I want to say, like five years. And when I talked to him after a while, he was like, man, I'm losing everything. I'm losing all my savings and everything because I can't make money here. I, I, I've got, I'm saddled with all these crazy, insane taxes. Yeah. He couldn't believe he's got like, in this tiny apartment that I'm paying 2500 a month for. Ouch. And, and, and so, what, and he said, whenever I'd go submit my resume somewhere, you know, to a production house or something, he knew. He's like, they see Glenn Beck and their attitude changes. Uh-huh. See? Okay. Discrimination. Discrimination. That's what that is. So... Uh, um, it, 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 here's the, what happened in the end. I mean, I, I felt so sorry for the guy and all of a sudden he gets a call from the people who bought his house in Florida. They said, yeah. you know, we're going to move. And we wanted to know if you, maybe you wanted to buy your house back. And he's like, uh, yeah, actually. Uh, well, that worked out. What a blessing though, man. What you talk about? I mean, how uh, that's, that's odd. So anyway, so he moved back. And he's he's like, oh, it's so much. Oh, I'm so glad to be. Guess what? California is just a crap hole. But uh, okay, so what else we got? Oh, 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 yeah. Okay, we're on, we're, we're talking about. And you're a big Glenn Beck fan, and as you're you and Glenn <laughs> you and Glenn Beck go back a long way, Michael. We tell go us, way back. Yeah, he. Yeah, yeah. He, you, you know him. Tell tell us how you know him and uh, how that all. Well, I was get... doing a fill-in show at WFLA in Florida, ninety. 293 and uh this was when glenn was just he was starting to get rolling right so right he was, he was gonna do some 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 shows from the studios at wfla for a uh, week couple of weeks or a month or something and he comes in after i finished the show and he's like going wow let me tell you those are it's amazing the voices i just can't believe you are so talented i'm gonna hook you up with my agent I was like, oh, wow, really great. That'd be, oh, yeah. Anyway, time goes on. I'm like, hey, well, hey, hey, Glenn, did you talk to your agent? Oh, uh, I, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. And, and, and time went on. I was like, oh, I didn't hear from anyone. Who is he? And 
you know, it, it, then it, then it turned into. Then I started just jabbing him about it after a while. I was like, "Yeah, uh-huh. how, how about that agent, Glenn? Where's he?" <laughs> you know? Yeah, you, you you told me you were going to get me an agent. Basically, you were just playing playing games. You were glad handing me. Glad hand the old glad. Oh, that was so amazing. I mean, no, I've there, and, and there were times I was like, "Hey, you know, uh, can I help you guys out with some of your parody material and do all this?" Oh, yeah, well, no, no, they they weren't interested. It, it's uh, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing how I've been treated. It's terrible in this <laughs> industry. I've been uh, treated like Trump. So, uh, oh, so speaking of the whole drag queen stuff, we're going back a little bit. So, uh, did you know? Did you know that uh, uh, single men are like? On the rise, it's like I don't know if it's almost double, but it's like it's unbelievable. I, actually, I did see that. So <clears throat> there are some people talking about different things as to why it is, but I have my own theory, and I think it's right. I think that because the state and the church have all rolled over on homosexuals, I think a lot of men, especially young men, are just saying, "Hey, I think I'll try that out." Don't have to have don't have to deal with women's issues. Don't have to deal with a woman getting pregnant. And I don't have to literally turn gay. I can just mess around with my buddy here. And it's just like friends with benefits. Oh, right? gosh. I'm telling you, I'll bet you uh, that's what's going on. It's well, like, I, I think it's uh, I think I don't know. That may be some of that. But I Sorry, I also yeah. believe I also believe it's the feminist movement. I mean, women beca- have become so especially American women. So 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 transparently. um they become so transparently um, money centered, and if you're if you're not making two hundred thousand dollars a year with a nice house, they don't even want to talk to you. A lot of these women, you know, what I mean, if you know, they're very very shallow, is what I'm, you know. And men men can see that that a lot of women are they want to go to OnlyFans. I mean, you know, these little these simps that pay for uh, some chick to. Show her 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 wares for ten ninety nine a month or something. I don't know. I mean, it's it, her it, sexual the, commodity. Yeah, I I just think the relationship game is so hard now to actually find somebody that that you can you know actually get along with. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah, no, yeah. I I think because of feminism, I really think feminism had That's a part of well, that, but that goes back to what I'm saying. Oh, gee, I don't have to deal with that women stuff. Right, hey, right. I just get a blowjob from my buddy every once in a while. I'm good and, to go. Wee. And then, yeah, then to get the divorce rate. I mean, you know, you get married, say you have a kid, and all of a sudden, you know, two years later, you're divorced. And guess what? You're 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 in the poorhouse, my friend. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. you know. So it, it, it's not it's not a big you know. It's kind of like the, I guess the seven year itch. It's like the two year itch now. I have a couple. I have a kid, and now the woman's not happy that I'm not making enough money. She's very, very money centric, and um, you know, very shallow. And in today's society, and everybody's kind of on their own now, for the most part. I mean, this is this is not 1950s America. I mean, we're talking about a totally where the the the, the woman, you know, the man was making the money, and the woman was at the at the house raising the kids and. You know, this is a t- the women are very liberated. I guess I hate to say that. That's not, but you know, the li- with liberation becomes, you know, alienation. You know. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does because you, everything changes so quickly. Yes, you feel alienated, and you're like, um, <clears throat> that's not how I grew up. What are you doing here? <laughs> you know, 
They're just flipping things right in front of. I mean, it could be anything. It's, just, it's all uh, Democrat. And as the money, I mean, trying to buy a house now, buy a house nowadays is almost like a, you know, selling your soul almost. I mean, trying to buy a house nowadays is a real, you know, a real chore. I mean, it's a real, you know, they make it so hard. So, and you don't want to raise it, and you don't want to have a, a wife and a child in some little rinky dick apartment. You know what I mean? Believe me, I grew up in a, a rinky dick apartment for a couple of years. I, you know, my first few years, I know what it's like. It's not. It's not. It's, I mean, eventually we moved to a house when I was probably, I don't know, five or seven. But I remember those first couple of years and how tight it was in an apartment. I mean, it was, uh, you know, it wasn't anything to write home about, let me tell you. No, it's not fun, especially if you have multiple kids. I mean, yes, <laughs> yes. You know, That's the problem. Had <laughs> enough at a house. Uh, oh, so now we got this the student loan forgiveness thing is in the Supreme Court. Yeah. Um, that happened this week, and there, there was uh, psycho Randy Weingarten. Oh, yeah, she really went off. Weingarten, standing, it's Randy Weingarten. She's out there, she's giving a speech that's absolutely insane. She's screaming at the top. She is the worst speaker. Yeah. One of the worst speakers I've ever seen in my life. Well, I think she's she the... like a psycho. Yeah, she's a uh, of a union, pre- a teachers union president, right? Of uh, one of the NEA or one of those. Yeah, she's she's a, a Democrat. That's all and, I need to know. No, yeah, she's a Democrat, but she's a she's a teachers. Uh, yeah, she's the pre- she's yeah yeah. yeah and, and and what is does she really deal with the colleges? I don't know. Is that a, isn't she? Doesn't she deal more like the <laughs> the grade schools and high schools? That's I think she's going a little bit. I, yeah, I mean, I I I don't know. Are the I guess the college? I'm assuming that the college teachers are in a union as well now. So I, I you know I I, I kind of oh. learned that. I didn't see if if they're in a union, then she has a right to speak. I I guess I thought the teachers. Uh, Union was more or less for high schools and grade schools, but maybe the colleges have it as well. I mean, I know they make pretty good money. Usually, the college teachers. So I don't know how you know how union, oh, yeah. unionized they are, but um, yeah, yeah, she's a real. I mean, she she's a psycho. I mean, she she's really a total. Is. That's the kind of woman that who wants to be a. That's what I'm talking about. You know, <laughs> whiny and, and a little whiny. I got a name. I just I just thought of a name. Whiny Weingarten. Whiny you know what I mean? Weingarten. I mean, who wants to be around that all day? You know what I mean? I, I'd rather have no. I'd rather have a, I'd rather have like a coronavirus or something than be around her all day. You know? Yeah, dude, you're totally over over modulating. You want know, to turn your volume? I'm, I'm down. I'm I'm down now. I'm down. You are? Damn, it sounds like it's not like you're up like this. I'm like, well, um, well, yes, exact opposite. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um, yeah, no, she's crazy. So here's the thing, of course, you know, everybody knows they're trying to wipe out like twenty thousand dollars of student college debt, right? You go and you sign a contract. Oh, yes, promise to pay. Yes, this is my loan. Okay, yes, promise to pay. And then you ask the American people to to pay it for you. And, you know, and and one of the Congress people at one point was making a, a point that I had made before, which was, um, you know, the guy. Oh, no, this was one of the Supreme Court justices. I forget which one. But he said the same thing that I said. It's like, OK. Uh, somebody goes to college because they, they, to to you know pay for whatever they're going to do for a living. Okay, well, not every profession requires college. So what if I instead took fifteen thousand whatever and invested it in you know whatever I needed to become a, a voiceover actor, comedian, all these things. Right. So uh, or whatever. There's a lot of things. The lawn business, whatever it is, you invest in that. That is your the your education. 
That is, you're setting up your business. He said, why would we pay for someone's college, but then we don't pay for the guy who didn't go to college? So I got a solution. I got a solution for this. It's very simple. You're going to love it, okay? Okay. This is the Trump solution. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like something you do, though. But So what you do is, you want to forgive people's debt? Great. You know what we do? You do a deal, and you forgive $20,000 of people's tax debt. Hey, there you go. Yeah. And you can accrue it over years. And then the college kids can say, well, I'm not even, I don't even have a job yet, so I can't, I don't have taxes. Like, it's okay. Well, here's how we're going to do it. In the future, when you do get a job, we're going to forgive 20000 of your tax debt in the future whenever you choose. Right. Okay. Problem solved as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Um, and I don't know if the Democrats will go for it, but they, you know, they, 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 they have their lust for, for, for taxpayer basis. They love that money and, and they know that, you know, that the teacher, they, 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 the, the taxpayer, the middle class, usually white, but there's I mean, other people too. I mean, they, they have their tax base and they want to keep that and they're not going to, they're not, they're not going to give that up. So I, I, you know, if you think taxes are going down and they might go down under Trump if he's elected, but they're not going down right now. I can tell no, you that. Now. Biden no, Biden did that way. stupid thing the other day where he goes, I promise you. Anybody making under four hundred thousand a year? Four hundred. Oh, yeah. You know, your taxes aren't going to go up a single penny. What a liar! He I mean, the guy is such a, a snake. Oh, he needs that guy to approach him. Remember the guy that gave the the, the nice little smackdown on uh, uh, Hakeem Jeffries? Yeah, a nice yeah. little interrupt. Excuse me, you're not cutting my mic. Oh, we need this. That, that, that kind of reminds me of of these politicians, especially Democrats. They never that they'll ask them like. Just, just normal questions, and but they'll never say, "Hey, uh, is this not not even the the Fox News?" Uh, Ducey will ask them, "Hey, uh, is this a diary of you and uh, your daughter taking a shower together?" True. I mean, just can, can somebody actually ask the guy the que- a question that's you know? Yeah, no, no, serious. No, not, not just yeah. not just the fluff and stuff. Well, this is the press. They're supposed to represent the questions of the people, but they don't. They represent their own. Oh, I'll just yeah. ask this one. That other one's too. I don't know. Gee, racy or so. I don't want to get in trouble for asking that. Oh, that's yeah. your job, yeah. dude. That's your job. Get in trouble. That's your yeah. job. You know, uh, you're supposed to press. You're the press. Press. You're I think I, that's funny that you mentioned it because I saw the the owner of the New York Times. In the 1850s, uh, he was writing about these. It was a Scottish guy, and he was writing. He actually owned the New York Times in the 1850s, and he called he called he, he called journalists a bunch of scalawags and and basically liars, and they'll they're they're basically scum of the earth. I mean, this is this guy was the, the 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 owner of the New York Times, and he was calling journalists back even back then in the 1850s like low lives. So uh, oh, they haven't and they haven't got any better. Let me put, put it that way. That's for sure. <laughs> This is a mess. The reporters suck. Uh, the, the press suck. What did you say? You said there was something going on in uh, that an NBC reporter speaking of press in Crimea. He did. He did. Yeah, the MB, an NBC reporter actually told the truth, and he went to Crimea, which is the contested area between uh, uh, Russia and Ukraine. It used to be Russian, then it became Ukraine, and then now it's uh, Putin took it over in, in 2014. He basically uh, went there to interview people, and he and he found out it was all Russian, and um, that 
if and he basically told the truth. He said, if Ukraine thinks they're going to come here and take it over from the from the from the people here, uh, they're going to have a big fight on their hand. Basically, he said he told the truth, which is very rare for for NBC nowadays. You know, so yes, very very, very rare for NBC, ABC, CBS. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and now he's on. And now he's on a kill. And, and now he's on a kill list. Yeah. Oh, oh, for doing that, for telling the truth. Yeah, he's on the Ukraine kill list. Uh, aren't we all? Aren't we? You know, all? I thought Ukraine was this. I thought I thought Ukraine was this great democracy. Uh, if if they're such a great democracy, how come they have Viktor Orban, the president of uh, Hungary, and this reporter and many others, like probably hundreds of others, that they have like this. It's called the Mirat Vorets. That's basically they're kill. They want to kill these people. They literally want to kill this NBC reporter because he told the truth about uh, Crimea that. It's probably never going to be Ukrainian unless you want a nuclear war. That's what he basically said in, in a nutshell. So, uh, you know, now he's a bad guy because he told the truth. I, I, today, it seems like today's society, if you tell the truth, you're, you're either a psycho, you're a nut, a crazy man, or they want to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> snitches get stitches. Yeah. Snitches yeah. Get, yeah, actually, no, snitches uh, make things better because... Uh, it, it points out the truth to the innocent people and the ignorant people who either don't want to or some people just don't have the time to do the research and watch news. I mean, you know, you got a big family or something. It can be tough. So that's why we're supposed to be able to trust these people. So it's, right. And, and so now they're using it against us like, uh, you know, the great Oz. It's, a, it's, 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 it's sickening. But, yeah, okay, yeah, so I don't get that. So uh, Crimea, that was... The, the whole thing. I remember hearing that there were a whole bunch of Russians there. It's like, oh, okay, so what are we doing? Yeah, I actually, I was, I actually visited Crimea before the war. I was actually there in Crimea in the Yalta, very beautiful place. Let me tell you, I mean, Yalta is a very beautiful coastline there, uh, and uh, right by the Black Sea and the, all the you know the waterway. And I could tell right I, when I was there, I could tell it. Because I, w- I was in Kiev as well in Odessa, I could tell that Yalta and uh, which is in Crimea was basically a Russian outpost. I knew it back then in 2011 or 2012 when I visited it before the war. I could tell that this was definitely it didn't have a Ukraine vibe to it. You know, I, I was like, wow. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Ukraine thinks it's theirs. Okay, whatever. I'm not. You know, you're gonna you're gonna be fighting. And if NATO joins, I mean, we're going to have World War Three. But I'm telling you, because when I was in there, when I was there in Crimea, it felt Russian. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So 100% you know, Russian, my man. Let me yeah, tell you. You saw it firsthand. Yeah, exactly. I saw so, it firsthand. So, basically, it's almost like Ukraine is trying to claim Ukraine or Crimea. And they're going to do what? What are they going to do? Are they going to are they going to do some genocide with the Russians there in Crimea? I think that they that might. Yeah. Who Nowadays, you never know, because the Ukrainians are nuts, too. I mean, they, they say the Russians are bad. And yeah, they're they're no angels. Believe me. I know that you don't have to tell me. I understand that. But the Ukrainians aren't exactly the the angels flying in the air to save Crimea. No, they're not. No, a lot of them are. I mean, you know, of course, you know, we always have to look at the, the citizens, the actual people on the ground and doing the, you know, work in the stores and just the people. Uh, a lot of times you can't blame them. It's the government that's uh, that's doing all this stuff, you know, and you have people supporting. But what, you know, there's always people within there who are like, no, I don't agree with that. But they're stuck. They're stuck, you know, just right. like we're stuck here in America. The Canadians are stuck there with their government. Yeah. Doing, you know, we're all stuck. And yep. uh, every day, 
Uh, you were telling me about this earlier, and I, and I totally relate to it. We just we feel so overwhelmed by all this stuff that's coming down on us that we're being forced to do this, think this, say this. It's very depressing. And I remember a few years ago, remember how all the woke uh, people were saying, oh, I need therapy because of Trump. <laughs> remember that? Well, let me Yes, tell you, I do. We need therapy, but it's legitimate. Yes, because we need therapy guys, right you, now too. Oh yeah, every day they're 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 every day they're they're arresting somebody, taking somebody in, almost arresting somebody, uh, letting millions of people in at the border. I mean, they're changing this country right before our very eyes, and if, and changing people's sexes right before our very eyes. Yeah. Oh yeah, and you're not supposed to, and you're just supposed to go along like everything's just wonderful, and it's not. Really? It, yeah, you just. Yeah. It, I mean, they could they could out they could legalize murder. And people would be, that is so wrong. Like, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. Right? Oh, we just passed it. We're the government. So yeah. gay sex is okay. Murder's okay. Crime's okay. Carjacking's okay. Everything's okay. Yeah, now. yeah. Good luck, people. You deal with it. We're up here. We're up here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and if you defend... Right. And if you defend yourself, you have a very, very good possibility of going to jail. So Right. Even though you, know, you weren't the, 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 the instigator. Oh, jeez. Right. This is got this is and then you gotta go hire a bunch of attorneys and break uh -huh. yourself to uh yeah, no, this is not how America was supposed to be. So yeah, well only the people are gonna be able to put this back in order and and, and you know, I, it's yeah, gonna that's, take a uh, lot of people to do it and they mm -hmm. need to it's 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 not easy because if you've got family and stuff you know, you're like, well, I want to do the right thing and maybe go protest. Like, well, you might get locked up. It's like, but I didn't touch anyone. Doesn't matter. You might get locked up because the government's cracking down on free speech and then you won't be able to care for your family. You see, I mean, it's, 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 we're trapped. We're trapped. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, America is, is a trapped country right now. And, sure. and, and Europe is and Canada is. I mean, we're basically trapped right now. I don't know. There's, you know, it, if there's a way out right now, uh, we got a lot of prayer for sure. But yes. um, right now, you know, we're in, we're in a real, real tight squeeze here, man. It feels like the the walls are are closing in financially, uh, culturally. Uh, you know, the government uh, is wielding their power, and uh, it's not it's not a fun time, man. I mean, I try to be a positive person, and I, I know you do. It's it's hard to be positive, you know. It's hard to stay. It's hard to keep positive when you when you see all this stupidness. I mean, literal stupidness literal around you. Stupidness. Oh, but I, I have a ray of hope for you, though. Oh, what's that? I have a ray of hope for you, Pat. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? Yeah. Okay. So hey, there's hope. Lori Lightfoot of Chicago is out. <laughs> well, that's good news. Oh yeah. Well, but they'll, they'll they'll vote for someone else who they think is going to fix it, and then they won't. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, yeah. That's what's going to happen. And of course, you had to blame racism. Yeah. Right. Right to the right. right go to the lowest denominator. Oh, it's because yeah. of racism. She was doing an interview, and the guy threw her a question. Just I mean, what they want to sleazeball this guy? And he goes, oh. How much of the fact that you're a woman and not only a woman, but uh, a black woman, uh, do you think has to do with this? And Lori goes, um, about 99%. Oh, my gosh. I'm Lori Lightfoot. There's well, something wrong with my voice. There's something wrong with me. And I have bug eyes. Uh, I'm the governor. I got a lot of people killed under my watch. And I don't really care because I'm more interested in dancing in the streets. What yeah. a sick woman. And she was there for how long?
I think she was there for four years, right? I mean, how did she, if they were so bad or against her, how did they elect her in the first place? And there's the first question that the guy, but of course he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a stooge for the, for the Democrats. So he, he can't ask the, well, then how he can't ask that question. Well, if they were so bad and racist and anti this and that, how, how did you get elected in the first place? You know, duh. Yeah. I, I think this guy is just going to be, if, if he, if the, if the guy gets elected, he's just going to be a nothing Oh yeah, he yeah. Won't because he 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 can't, he can't people. Uh, it's it's too corrupt there, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're gonna have to. You would have. To, it needs an overhaul, Chicago, of people and government. I mean, it's not gonna. You know, he may have a a two percent better difference. I mean, it might be get a little better, slightly, but it's not. It's not going to be really ultra noticeable. No, because because in order to fix Chicago. You're going to have to, I, I mean, you know, let's be, can we be honest here? You're going to have to get militaristic almost. Yes. Because you're going to have to sweep the streets. you got to stop the crime. And you're not going to do it by excu- excusing bail. That's just going to get even more. But I mean, it's just disgusting what these people are doing. I mean, yeah, you're going to have to. So so you're not going to, you know, you're, nobody's going to want to get in there and get militaristic. Not literally. I'm not talking about, you know, but nobody's going to want to get tough. Because it's not; these are not times and, to be and, tough. Nobody likes. No, it. nobody wants to be tough. That's it. Nobody wants to be tough. And the governor of Illinois um, is a Democrat as well, Pritzker, who's basically a oh, uh, he's another Democrat. Yeah. So if you think he's going to call the national, the chances of him calling the National Guard into Chicago are pretty much slim and none. Yeah. No, they're not going to do anything. Chicago's. I think. Yeah, it's, it's a lost. Sad. Call. It's, it's a, a lost, lost case. But now. again, you know, there's so many people there who they're trapped. They're yes. Trapped. Same with uh, California. They're trapped. Same, you know, New York. They're trapped. Yep. All these people in America who are supposed to be living free and pursuing happiness, they're trapped. This is not how this country is supposed to run. And I, something's going to happen. People are going to rise up. And it's, 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 we have no choice because the government is turning fat. Well, uh, you, know. I, you, you say that we're going to uh, rise up. I, I, <laughs> I've, read, I've read some some books and um and history that it may not happen we may just go down like yeah. a whimper now man because I, I, the society is that de- decadent and degenerate that it may not happen i mean well, it, and when, wishful and when thinking it, is like, yes and wishful thinking and when it does happen if it if and when it does happen it'll be way too late because i mean i think we're i think we passed that tipping point in 2020 i mean it would probably before that i don't want to get into that's into the weeds about that but 2020 was definitely a, a crescendo point where it kind of went haywire, and and we're paying for it right now. Yeah, it went haywire. What I oh I know <clears throat> what what Chicago needs. They maybe they need a governor like Jerry Cooney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jerry legend ex- Jerry Cooney. We're going to be interviewing him, right? Yeah, Jerry Cooney next week, man. It's going to be a great interview. He he fought for the championship in the nineteen eighties. He was a a great uh, fighter and a uh, nice guy. And we're, he's he's going to be on our show next week. So we're really really happy to to talk to Jerry. Yeah, about- we're excited to talk. He, he he was on the Simpsons, wasn't he? Yeah, he was on the Simpsons. And, so we got uh, that in. Co- I was on the Simpsons too, bro. He was really popular. Yeah, he was, and and. I, I had forgotten him, you know. I was like Jerry Cooney, and I had looked him up. I was like, "Oh, that guy, yeah, yeah, man." He fought Larry Holmes, and uh, 
he was uh, he had uh, you know he had a lot of alcoholism in his early days, and he he enjoys talking about that. So I'll, I'll probably talk about some of my early days of alcoholism. <laughs> uh, you know, it's 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 a crazy thing that that gets a hold of you. It's uh, it's it's crazy, but uh, yeah, that'll be a fun interview. Again, uh, if you want to go to the podcast, uh, Clive and Dardis. Go to the website, cliveandartist.com, and send us an email, info at cliveandartist.com, and uh, we'll respond if it's nice. If it's not, we won't even see it. Like I said, <laughs> don't even try, right? We have the Trump email interceptor. It's terrific. Yeah, Jerry, Jerry Cooney, I, I met the guy on a couple week, about a week ago, and a couple days later, I'm, I'm talking to him about an interview, and he's, and he's saying, hey, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bust you up. And, <laughs> and now, now I might be fighting Jerry Cooney. I, wow. how, did, how did I get from, hey, you want to be on the show today? Hey, man, we, we, should go, we should go spar a few rounds. I'm like, wow. I mean, I, I, I guess. I mean, I'm, he's, nah, not, he's just kidding you. No, I don't, think, I don't think he was. I don't think he <laughs> Yeah, right. You're going to get. No, I saw him in some interviews, like video interviews, and he's like sitting there with the guy and all of a sudden the guy gets ready to ask a question jerry takes a swing at him yeah yeah he, <laughs> and the he, guy's he, going, whoa he's just playing around but he's you know, yeah. just say, he goes whoa missed you <laughs> something like that it's hilarious. Yeah. that's gonna be great that'll be next week uh everybody have a great weekend clive and daughter